Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Hello! Thank you for joining us wherever you are. Yeah, <laughs> wherever you are. Wherever. Switzerland or United Kingdom. We're, we're, uh. we're global. We have gone global. <laughs> Worldwide. It's like 2% of our listening, but still it counts. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I was wondering if anybody, nobody's even mentioned to me about the intro of like, um, the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. And I feel like people don't get it. <laughs> it's like one of my biggest flashes of genius. <laughs> it's a good sex joke. Right? It's a pun. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it's just, oh, that was one of my favorite parts of like starting this is like the puns. I was like, how many is too many? Not enough. Not right? enough, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. So, for our listeners, there's a bit of a change in plans. We really were supposed to be uh, reviewing, um, what's it called? Callus. Callus. Apparently, people in Canada or out of the States can't mm -hmm. view it. Yeah, it's like only us. available on Amazon Prime for the United States. So, um, you can't even buy it. Nope. Which is, like, weird. I was like, okay, whatever. Not Amazon Prime. That's totally fine. But, like, you can't buy it. Really? So, whatever. I mean, yeah. So, I've contacted the director, and hopefully he sends us a link we can use, or... We'll just download if... it a little illegally and go from there. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. So, I... Yeah, I did a big Google of see if it was available anywhere other than Amazon the States, and I couldn't find anything, so I just thought... Go right to the source, and it looks like a good movie though, so I was really excited. So I was kind of bummed out, but hopefully we get all the logistics figured out and pop it back into the lineup. Yep, do yeah. it down the road. Down the road. That's how we so do it. instead, we have decided to watch and review The Grudge. Woohoo! Which I've never seen. You've never seen. I saw it in theaters twice. Yeah. Uh, scared the bejesus out of me. Mm -hmm. One of the few movies that. I talked to Rory before, but we were recording of the four movies that scared me. That's one of them. That actually yeah. scared me. Which is, um, I feel kind of gypped that I didn't watch it in when it came out. 2004 when it came out. I'm watching it now 15 years later. Because I feel like the, the scares kind of weren't as effective as they would have been maybe in 2004. Yeah. And not seeing it in the theater. Like, it's just, it's different. Always. Right? Yeah, and also it also kind of uh, syncs up with, um, I believe it was yesterday, uh, they released the trailer for the remake of The Grudge, yeah. called The Grudge, uh, again done by Sam Raimi, yeah. and it's more Americanized, it's set in America, unlike yeah. this one's set in uh, Japan, like the all original ones too. Right. Um, I want to call it like a remake, it's a, it's a, a, re reboot. a reboot. Yeah. It's the same story, but they just update it. I love reboot. That was, a good show. Show. <laughs> that was a good show. But just, uh, yeah, so yeah. that's so we're doing uh, the Grudge. The Grudge, yeah. I'm. Uh, I was really excited for it. And, uh, I, it was. It was fine. What did you think of the trailer? You watched it just before you started. I recording. did. I watched the trailer for the Grudge 2020. Um, it looks creepy. It's. Um, I like the actors and actresses that are in it. Um, it's just looking at the trailer. It just looks like everything we've seen before. For it's it's uh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, like we, we just watched the movie and yeah. there's a few scenes that are like almost shot for shot. Right. 
in the re- in this new reboot. Right. Which, which is fine. You yeah. Know, I think more what I'm trying to say is, like, like we've seen the haunted house. We've seen the, you know, demonic people, like, like in different movies. And I just, as and especially, like, not that it's bad that it's made by Sam Raimi, but I think because we just watched Evil Dead, the remake, so recently, it felt very similar to that feel like you can tell it's the same director and that's not bad it's just like I feel like maybe because we watched Evil Dead the remake and the grudge it just feels like that's that's literally what it's gonna be yeah and it's it's, it's fine it's just I feel like we've seen all this stuff before like it's just it's 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 funny how uh Sam Raimi when he was directing uh Spider-Man 2 uh, when, right. When yep. he, with the uh, the scenes with Doc Ock's tentacle, his, yep. his arms, it was a full on Evil Dead callback with the uh, the arm POV going yep. after the scientists and those working, which is I, I love the <laughs> I love that camera angle that he does. The the idea is just it's sure. it's cool. Yeah. It's creepy. It is. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fine. It'll be a good movie. I'm sure I'll go see it. I just yeah, I just I, I'm a sucker for an original story. Like, I'm fine with remakes and redoing and parts one, two, and three. I just, I really miss original stories that you get excited for, I think. Yeah, like, I've I mentioned to you before, um, almost every alien horror movie is the exact same plot, rinsed and recycled. Yes. They see lights, they go investigate. A lot of them, they have a bunch of um, uh, documentary-style kind of... Uh, Blur Witch camera style. Yeah, you bet. And they're always, oh, we see lights, they they, show, they follow a bunch of blurry cam. You never see anything until the very end when they all get abducted up and the camera falls out from the ship or something. Yeah. It's, like, I think there's the uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. Mm-hmm. And there's a few others that are very, like, it's like they took the same script and just yeah. threw in different characters or little yes. different settings and that's it. Like uh, the Phoenix Lights, another it's, yeah. it's a, the Phoenix Lights, the Poughkeepsie tapes are almost the exact same movie, mm-hmm. except for different times. I just I would like to start a petition to get rid of shaky cam. I think we need to get rid of the shaky cam. It's um it's just overdone, and when it's done, I find sometimes it's not done well, or it's done because the directors or producers don't want to show specific scenes. Like, what I mean is, one of my favorite books ever was The Hunger Games, right? I was, like, a teenager when that came out, so I was super into that. In the first Hunger Games, when we get right off the gate, and there's a bunch of kids about to die, and I'm, like, rubbing my hands together in the theater, like, all right, how are we going to do this? Like, I'm super jazzed. Shaky cam. So you can't see anything. No. And I get the idea of, like, you don't want to show kids dying when it's basically, like, a YA novel being made into a movie and you're mostly attracting teenagers and stuff, but there's, like, a better way to do it, which they figured out later in the series, but I was just really disappointed. I'm so over Shaky You should... We should watch (laughs) Battle Royale, which... That's a good one. I've seen part of it. I got it. No? Oh, yeah, you do. It's actually up here somewhere. Really? Yeah, it is. Oh, cool. It's in our horror box of fun, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's... That's a good one. Yeah, Battle Royale is the original idea that Hunger Games, like, well, I think it's unofficial. Sure. But they, they stole the idea. Yeah. Totally stole the idea. Did you ever um, play the video game Danganronpa? No. 
It's um kind of based off that too, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, you should you should look it up. It's really it up. interesting. It's one of the um horror games I watch. That's um like it's like an anime kind of. I don't think it's based off anything. There's Danganronpa one, two, and three. Oh, I'm pretty sure there's three of them. It's like a killer bear that kills kids and then makes kids kill each other, and then there's like a murder trial. That's like it's the meanest Winnie the Pooh ever. It's amazing it's such a good game the first one is really particularly well well done the second one's a little bit it's not better but it's yeah kind of the same story but they ramp it up a bit and the third one's kind of garbage hmm. yeah i think you'd like it if you like battle royale it's teenagers killing each other <laughs> if I you know <laughs> tinder interests include <laughs> playing video games watching horror movies watching teenagers kill each other <laughs> Long walks on the beach. <laughs> oh, <boy>. but I digress. <laughs> well, also since the theme is went from callous to the grudge yeah. and more haunting, mm -hmm. our house is haunted. Our house is most definitely haunted. It happened for me today. I yeah. was downstairs before we were recording. You were mm -hmm. doing some school stuff. You bet. And I'm just watch. I was watching Three from Hell. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. And I was in the middle of watching and I heard my uh, one Bluetooth speaker just kind of kick on. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what the heck? It's in my book bag. <laughs> turned off last I knew. If it was turned on, I don't see how it could get turned on. Yeah. So I get up. I go over. I pull it out. I'm like, yeah, turned on. Off. Yeah. Put it back. I'm like, whatever. And I come upstairs. We're just about to watch the movie and I mentioned, oh yeah, by the way, because we said before, we think the house is haunted. Kind For of sure. Half, half joke, half, you know, serious. <laughs> Hopefully it's nice. <laughs> it's been nice so far. I think yeah. it's a nice ghost. For sure. But, um, and then you told me, oh yeah, it pushed off the, uh, my book bag. My yeah. gym bag earlier. My gym bag today. And it turned on the, uh, the TV for mm -hmm. you before. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I was, um, today I was making supper and I was just, my gym bag was sitting on my chair which has like, like is sturdy. Like I've got a whole bunch of stuff in my gym bag, like a foam roller, shoes, everything. Like it's not tippy. And all of a sudden, completely out of nowhere, I just see it just get pushed off. And I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. And more than once when I've gotten up in the middle of the night to use a washroom, get a cup of water, something like that, my TV turns on. Well, I think so. You're up. Time to watch. Maybe he wants to watch Maybe something. wants to watch Live PD, my favorite TV show. <laughs> Could be. Girl, get up and watch some Live PD. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's weird. And like, I've, like, it's just one of those things, like, I'm not really a huge believer in like, we've talked about this before, in like aliens, Bigfoot, ghosts, paranormal, all that kind of stuff. Um, knock on wood, nothing's happened to me. So that's why I'm a believer of once I see it, then I believe it. But I'm starting to get more and more <laughs> convinced that our house might be haunted. Yeah, just like that thing that you can't quite explain. So you're yeah. like, hmm. And I know that like, not the owner before me, but the owner before that. So two owners ago, I'm pretty sure he died in the house. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, that. <laughs> I heard she Hope, was nice. Hopefully she didn't leave a grudge. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't deal with meowing children. I can't deal with children to begin with, but a possessed <laughs> meowing child. I don't like kids and I'm not a big fan of cats, so that's like... 
<laughs> the like trifecta of yeah. Ugh. Well, then for our viewers, we'll keep a real record of all the uh, paranormal activities going on in this house. Oh, and paranormal and, activity—that's a good one. It is a good. One. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. I have all six. Yay. <laughs> We can just stop after four, though. I think that that's kind of generally acceptable and where we, you stop. We'll do them all. We have to. <laughs> it's one big story. It is. It one, is. It's all connected. Except one. The one is kind of a side story when they're in Mexico. No, that one's connected. Barely. Yeah, barely. but at the end they pull uh, it together. At, yeah, at the end. Because Katie's like, there at the end. Yeah, but that's just like... Um, but I think that that's showing kind of like, totally off track. But I think that that's showing how it can kind of happen anywhere. Yeah. Right? And that's the one where they have time travel already. Yes. Because the one kid, yeah. He goes and right? he ends up in the first? Yeah. First house. First movie's house. Yes. Yeah, because it's, it's like um, how they, they threw in Tokyo Drift, a part of the Fast and Furious franchise. Right. Where it was just like a standalone movie on its own. I love just, Tokyo Drift. I didn't. That was the I know least. nobody does except me. I was always excited. Oh, Vin Diesel at the end. Cool, great. This I guess is part of the the main story now. Mm -hmm. And then they did, so. I liked that one. I think I liked what was the other one? The one where Paul Walker like like actually like passes away during the filming. I think it was seven. Was it seven? Six or seven. And then at the very end when him and Vin Diesel take different like Driving, they drive in opposite directions, yeah. and they're like, it's been a long Well, they're saying they're going to try and bring him back, maybe for no. the next one. No, yeah. stop it. Yeah. <clears throat> Why do they have to bring him back? Like, I get the Princess Leia thing, like in the new Star Wars, that's going to be coming out in December. Like, I get that. Because they didn't want to wrap up her character. I th Well, they got his brother, I guess they had him in earlier for the movie to finish some of the scenes. But right. I don't know. I heard <sighs> the, because they're going to bring back Dom's sister. Why? I don't... Because they're going to have John Cena in there, too. He's part of it, too. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Random oh, we, side note. <laughs> we just got way sidetracked there. That's awesome. We didn't have a lot for chop, talking chop this week, so we thought we'd kind of freeball it. <laughs> and I think yep. we're doing great. Oh, yeah. We're both a little tired and a little loopy. And I think this is going great. I agree. <laughs> side note. Um... I got new, um, so I like to name my appliances and stuff, so I got new extension cords, and I asked my partner to name it, and he named it John Cena, and wrote it in capitals with an exclamation point, <laughs> <laughs> and it's plugged into my room right now. That's all I had to say, is that my extension cord is, John Cena! <laughs> well, I can't think of a better uh, way to get into the movie, so let's... Get into the joke of the grudge. Okay, Alana. Woohoo. That was kind of a scary scream. We should have put the. Uh, <sighs> you know what? I will. Maybe we I will can. Post. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. usually fix it in post. <laughs> usually we got that uh, scream in there. I'm going to throw in the, the creepy, crackly growl. Crackly, yeah. Just, it, it just fits for yeah. this one. I was reading the trivia before um, we started, and it's, um, they actually said that the director did that crackle. That wasn't the actress. It was the director. No, I'm sure it was the uh, actress. 
I've read that. Again, trivia is not always right, but that's no, what it I'm said sure, in the trivia. I'm sure it was the actress. She did the whole, like, from the originals. Sure. Like, like The Grudge is a huge franchise in Japan, known right. as uh, the Juon. Uh, it started with Juon the Curse, mm-hmm. and then the Curse for Two, then The Grudge, and it just went on and on and on. And they finally kind of, they brought it over to America, like they right. Americanized it. Right. With, uh, it was set in Japan, which was the right thing to do, I think. But um, it's got a huge franchise. They've got movies since 2000, well, actually 1998 was the yeah. very first yeah. one. And uh, now with 2020 being the re- reboot coming out. Yeah. And before that, they even threw in um, uh, Kyako, yeah. who is the, the, the grudge ghost in The Grudge. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the girl from The Ring. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Sadako. Sadako. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. Um, and, it's, and it's titled... Isn't her name in the American one like Samara or something? Yes. They changed okay. it from Sadako to Samara. Okay. They, less, they, <laughs> they whitewashed it, basically. Yeah. Right. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say the, the word. In but Japan, I'm glad you did. <laughs> and it, it's on the shutter. They have the um, uh, Kyako versus Sadako. Yeah. The Ring versus the Grudge. And I, I might watch that this, this Halloween. I have to. It have you looks... seen the Japanese The Grudge? Like, Joe on The Grudge? No. I've seen clips. I haven't okay. seen the whole thing. I heard it was scarier. Well, it's less... It's not a very graphic movie. Like, in this one, in The Grudge, uh, one we watched, had a little bit of gore. Yeah. Very Hardly any. Hardly. And they had to cut it all out to make it PG-13 to yeah. begin with. And, and even with, like, in the Japanese culture, less... Um, Blood and gore is more scary. They were, they were on, uh, like, you know, the facial effects, the, uh, okay. the makeup. And oh. it was, they went the whole less is more idea. Right. And I think it worked perfectly. For sure. Just because, um, just the look, you know, the, the, the pale skin, the dark eyes, the, the yeah. hair. Very creepy. Very yeah, the hair, the hair was creepy. Yeah, like, I saw this in theaters. It scared me. Yeah. Um, I, I was a good, I think I told us before, I was an hour drive out of the city, mm-hmm. driving home. I'm looking in the, in the rear view mirror, just you know, waiting for the, uh, the the crackly growl, the kid meowing, anything. Yeah. Thankfully there wasn't. <laughs> but it was it was so spooky to me. Yeah, for sure. And and watch, I thought you'd get a little spooked by it. You were, you're too tough. You didn't get I'm spooked. I'm still waiting for that movie out there. It's out there. I know it's out there. We'll find it. It's going to creep me out. Like, maybe we have to start watching it with, like, all the lights off or something and stop making jokes the whole time, even though it's not my personality. That's tough. (laughs) That makes it fun for us. Yeah, right? I was actually listening to... This will kind of date the podcast, because you'll know when it came out, but I was listening to the Dead Meat podcast today, and they had um, a couple of special guests. They were from YouTube. I actually didn't recognize their names. But um, he said that every year for his birthday, he um, invites all of his friends over and they watch the scariest movie that they can find. And he said that that's kind of how he likes to watch horror movies is with his friends because it's less scary and it's more yep. enjoyable. I agree. Yeah. Mm. And I think that that's what I was missing. <laughs> it was friends. That sounds so depressing. <laughs> that's what I was missing from my horror movie experiences. I never found people who like to watch them so i just never watched them yeah and they're not fun to watch by yourself like i told before i, the... I have fun mm-hmm. watching by myself that's yeah. just that's just my personality sure well now i do yeah <laughs> i think in high school when you're like a you know worried teenage girl like i was i probably wouldn't have because i was trying to you know 
keep up with the trends and yeah. listen to music, watch the movies, that kind of thing. And I just didn't have time. Well, how did you hear about this movie, Alana? Um, the first time I heard about it, I'm pretty sure I heard about it when it first came out. And all I heard about was um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it. And I was jazzed for that because I like her. I love that actress. She was um, gorgeous. I know you like and her. And she's so much, she's such a good actor. I love her acting. I mean, my favorite was when she was Daphne in Scooby-Doo, but like, whatever. <laughs> really? Nick's narrowing his eyes Really? <laughs> Daphne. I don't watch a lot of movies she's uh, in. <laughs> she was in Yo Buffy. She was in Scream 2. She was also in I Know What You Did Last Summer. I haven't seen so any had, of those. Uh, okay. So Daphne. So, <laughs> But that's basically what I heard about it was when it came out. And, like, you know, you always know those couple people who go to the theaters as soon as it comes out. And they're like, oh, it's so scary. It's so creepy. And I'm like, great. I'm never seeing it. So I was just, that's all I knew about it. I knew that there was a creepy lady with the hair and the little kid that meows. And that's all I knew. I don't, I knew nothing. And I asked you about 10,000 annoying questions as soon as it started. And, <laughs> and I'm I like, okay, so how does this happen? How does that happen? I so did these everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Even before, even after that, yo, pay attention. This one, mm -hmm. got some mm -hmm. plot coming mm -hmm. up. Pay attention. Yeah, I I, I like it. I, I, I first heard about this through trailers, and I'm like, oh, I gotta see this. This looks like a good, scary movie. I was sure. right. So did you know it was a remake from, like, a Japanese film initially? Yes. Because this is 2004, yes, so the internet was out, but yeah. wasn't as readily available. It was. Um, I didn't do much research into the originals sure. but I remember hearing uh, that it was a, based on a, a Japanese series okay sure and I'm like oh cool well Japanese they got some good uh, their mythology is terrifying at times fabulous um, they, they're very when it comes to horror they're their own entity mm -hmm. um, nothing that we could think of is at all similar to Japanese horror yeah, they're, the imagination that, I don't know what's in the water in Japan, but, like, the imagination that they have, like, it's not a secret that I'm, like, huge into anime. And the imagination that goes into creating these stories, and same with, uh, like, J-horror, they're huge, oh, you uh, know? Japanese and Korean, like, it's the two. Well, they, I think they take most of their, um, like, mythology, their beliefs, and they work around that. yeah. Uh, and, and go from there. Like, again, the grudge is based on a Japanese mythology of when someone dies in a extreme fit of rage like or anger, sorrow, yeah. uh, there is left, the, the emotion stays. Everything else goes on, but the, the emotion, the rage, the sadness, the sorrow, like Darth sticks Matt. around. Yeah. And it just, it stays and it sticks and it... Um, Festers and keeps you alive, kind of? No, no, not quite so. It just... It just affects everything around it. Okay. So if it's in a house, anything in the house's vicinity will be affected. Mm. Whether it be death or just bad luck or something like that. Interesting. And, and it's, it's, it's really neat how some of their, uh, just their beliefs are so neat. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I used to have a big fascination with Japanese culture and lifestyle. I was like, oh, I'm going there. I'd still like to go there one day. We but, should uh, make a trip. We should. I'd love to go there. I It would be fabulous. I'd love to go with like a tour or a tour group or somebody who knows what the heck they're doing because I speak 0% Japanese. I'd love to learn. Yeah, right. 
But I've, I've heard it's learn. it's hard. I heard it's one of the easiest languages to learn. Really? English is the hardest because... I mean, obviously. We have yeah. such stupid words. I um, I work with uh, a lot of people who speak Mandarin, and Mandarin's, I think, the second hardest language to learn. Uh, possibly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's a thing. Interesting. I didn't know it was so easy. Well, not easy, but it would one of the easier ones to learn. Well, it's mostly, um, like, everything kind of sounds alike, and they sure. kind of... If I can remember, I forget now most. But I did a bit of research on the language itself. And it's a lot of words kind of mean the same thing, just how you pronounce it. Oh, so it's the phonetics of it. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So I could say the word like shin uh, that translates to um, true or Mm -hmm. or, uh, original. Okay. I I could be wrong with that part. Um, But yeah, it's also there's different dialects that's yeah. the thing like uh, right they have um, oh. like especially with writing writing is tough you got kanji you got all the different types of writing they got different um like uh for example let's say north america okay we have english french and spanish okay so think that but in japan but three different different types of japanese okay so that's like chinese they have like the um cantonese cantonese mandarin. and mandarin yes and but then there's not only that there's like like high Mandarin and low Mandarin, yeah. And there's like different like exactly that. There's different dialects depending on which city yeah. you're from. I um, worked with this lovely gentleman. We called him Mr. Joe, and he said he um, his he could tell exactly which part of China somebody was from from what Mandarin they spoke. I believe. I it. was like, that's and cool. That's, and that's like Japan. Hey, like, people who are in Tokyo. I think speak different Japanese than those living in uh, Kyoto. Sure. Or in that area. That's the thing. It's the same language. Like I think of um, people from Quebec here in Canada. They speak completely different French than people in like France. Yeah, they get. It's a completely different they language. They get looked down upon. With this really? Kind of um, yeah. The, oh, I didn't know that. Someone from France, I guess, that when they go to Quebec, like they're just aghast of how butchered the French language is in Quebec. I didn't know that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of looked down pretty bad upon. Oh. <laughs> but they just made it their own. They did. Good for you, Quebec. You're a thing. <laughs> so who we got for characters in this lovely flick? Oh, well, the main character that we were talking about, um, Sarah Michelle Geller, she, her name in this is Karen, and she's joined by her boyfriend, Doug. And then um, the woman that she goes to look after is Emma. Well, okay, so Doug is played by Jason Bear. Uh, Emma is played by Grace Zab- Zabri. <laughs> uh-huh. Zabriski. She was, Zabriski. She was in a Santa Clarita Diet. I recognized her as soon as she was on the film. And then we have Matthew, who is played by William McCother. Mm-hmm. And his wife, his wife, Jennifer. Jennifer, yeah. Who is played by Clea Duvall. Okay. Uh, Susan is played by Kitty Strickland. So, and Emma's two kids are Matthew and Susan. Yep. Yeah, and then Matthew's married to Jennifer. Yes. Okay. Yep. And who else we have? Uh, Toshio, who was the original boy. The from little the, cat uh, boy. Yep, little kitty boy. And he, uh, him and uh, the actress who played Kyako, who was... So, I'm going to butcher these names. So Toshio was played by Yuya Ozaki. 
Okay. And um, Kiyako mm -hmm. is played by Takako. <laughs> you got this. Takako Fuji. Okay, that's not that's, bad. That's, that's not bad. That's close. Yeah. So, and uh, again, like the girl who played Kiyako and the boy who played, played uh, Toshio and the, the father mm -hmm. were all the original characters in the uh, original Japanese Juon series. Which is interesting. Like, you'd think that uh, Toshio would have grown out of the role, or maybe they just used him even though he was a bit older. Well, it started in, I think, 90, 98, 99 was the original, original. Mm -hmm. I think 2002, 2003 was their their version of The Grudge. Oh. And then, like, the year after, so they just, they just, okay. grow, you must have grown that much. Yeah, yeah. Because kid actors are hard, because, like, we saw in the Halloween movies that we watched back-to-back, when they use different kid actors, yeah, it's um, it's hard because kids grow up real quick. Even like Stranger Things, when you look at the kids like back uh, when they first started to now, like Millie Bobby Brown, the girl who plays Ele plays Eleven, posted a picture on Instagram yesterday, and she she's got boobs now. <laughs> You're not allowed to. You have to be flat forever. <laughs> I just, I just, I can't, I can't deal with people growing up. Especially when you've, like, grown up with them and you see these kids. Yeah. You know? I agree. Ugh, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Ugh. I don't know. So that's my little, my little bit about kids growing up. But uh, I guess we should probably get right into the review. Yep. So, uh, I guess we'll, we'll start off, like, the movie starts with... Peter. Peter, who is played by Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. Falls from a balcony and dies. Yeah. He Just, jumps. Well. He kind of, well, does he, he really jump? He kind of like tips himself he, over. He does a little tippy toe and then head first. <laughs> over he goes. You, um, you remarked that it was exactly like, um, the one kid dying from, spoiler alert, Game of Thrones. Um, he just like Tom, Tom, Tomlin or whatever. Wasn't that the one who did it? I forget. Oh, I forget his name. I shouldn't forget because I And read he the just books. like literally just like takes his crown off and literally just walks out the window. Yep. That's it. Just he goes out the window, he's like, oh wait, takes the crown off, puts it down and just Yeah. Poofs her. Yeah. Over he goes. Just keeps walking. <laughs> and then yeah, so so and we don't know who Peter is or what he's done or we, we just anything. See, we just, just see him laying on the ground quite dead. Quite dead. And you're like, what the heck? Yeah, he's got some limbs in some wrong directions there. Yeah. Then we go through the opening credits, and uh, we go to this girl, Yoko, as she's on her way to uh, work. She's uh, a, a care, kind of care aide. Caregiver, kind of. Yeah. yeah like an in-home nurse, sort yes. of. I'm assuming uh, she checks up on her, and because um, her kids live with her. But, um, yeah, her, the kids live with her. But her, her, her son. Her son and his Her wife. son, you're right. Yeah, her, her son and his wife live with her, but I, obviously they're working during the day. So they have a caregiver come in and yeah. wash her and feed her well, and put her to bed. We're talking about Emma. The yeah. The lady, yeah. yeah. And uh, she's got a bit of dementia, mm -hmm. so she needs some help. And uh, yeah, so Yoko, she's there doing her job, you know, cleaning up and uh, just making sure that uh, poor Emma is taken care of and washed and cleaned up. Yeah. And um, while doing that, she uh, hears some sounds in the attic. So she yeah. goes and investigates, and uh, she goes, she she hears something in the closet in one of the rooms, and yes. leaves the attic. So, of course, you know, like all <laughs> inquisitive people who hear sounds in the attic, they Not me. climb up there. 
There is no way you would pay me enough <laughs> to hear a weird noise and pop my head into a closet. I'm just saying. And we can instantly reveal, we can instantly meet uh, Kiako. Is it Kiako? Oh, yeah, it is. Kiako. Yeah, Kiako. I, I meant, I, I forgot if it was her and, or Toshio. And uh, Yoko is no more. Yes. We see her kind of scream a lot and get pulled into the attic. That's right. That's that's all they wrote <laughs> for Yoko. <laughs> then we skip over. I did a lot of notes from this one. Then we uh, skip over to uh, Karen. And uh, her and her boyfriend, Doug, are just Doug. kind of waking up. It's the most two most boring names ever. As yeah. soon as you told me, they're like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is Karen and Doug. So the whole time I wrote SMG for Sarah Michelle Gilbert. <laughs> so I was like, there's no way I'm using the word Karen halfway through all my notes. I, I refuse. Did. I did. <laughs> what a Karen. What a Karen. What a Karen. So, yeah, so they are in Japan. I think she's doing, uh, she's working at the same uh care place that Yoko is getting her one credit. Yeah. I think her boyfriend's taking school or classes. Yeah. He mentioned that he's got an architecture <clears throat> final. Oh, okay. So I don't know if he's going to be like, I don't know, an architect, yeah. an engineer, sure. something like that. Yeah. So she goes to work and uh, she's talking to Alex, her uh, her supervisor. Yeah, who's, who's played by Ted Raimi. It's a Raimi film. we got to have his oh, brother oh. in there. Yeah. And he kind of gives her the good news. Yo, Yoko didn't show up. So, hey, you get your first solo job. Woohoo! And so he gives her the address to Emma's place, and off goes uh, Karen to wow the world to show her what she can do. <laughs> wow the world. I'm going to do that. <laughs> but she goes, and she goes in, checks around, cleans up, because it's a mess. It's always a mess. Super mess. Yeah. There's, like, there's receipts and newspaper clippings all over the house. Yeah. And um, it's not really told why. She's just like assumes that you know something's happened or Emma's messed up the house, and, and that's why. And Yoko's wasn't there, obviously. So, and you got a little that's like a jump scare. We get like a bang on the door, and there's poor Emma trying to you know, open the sliding door. And yeah, she's a little little freaking out, a little mm -hmm. freaked out. Yeah, and uh, so she is so. Good old Karen. She cleans her up and does a bit of cleaning on the outside and mm -hmm. inside. And, Does uh, some laundry. Yep. Puts Emma to sleep and goes to keep doing some uh, cleaning up and goes upstairs. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. She, that's when she finds, um... She walks into one of the rooms. She kind of keeps cleaning up and sees um, one of the rooms. And uh, as she pokes her head into the one room, she notices that the closet's all taped up. Like, taped. Yeah. Like, tape taped. Like, completely, like, it looks like masking tape, and it's completely, the whole entire closet is taped up. I, said, I wonder who did that. Yeah. I wonder if it was Emma. Yeah, but, sure. But she Could was also be. kind of stuck in her rooms. I wonder who did that. Yeah. That was not explained whatsoever. Yeah. But it would make sense that it was Emma, because she does say um, later in that scene, before, like, Karen gets attacked, that I just wish that she'd leave me alone. Yeah. So I could see that and she would do that. And again, this is kind of one of those um, kind of forward back, forward back, you know. Yeah, it jumps movies. around the it timeline. Does. And uh, when they first are looking at the house, um, Emma kind of disappears and she's looking at the attic. Yeah. Like she knows like she can, like, I don't know, her dementia is kind of given her super dementia powers, but uh, she knows <laughs> that something is here besides yeah. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, when, uh, so when Karen, she rips the tape, so she hears a, 
a boy's voice, I'm pretty sure. She hears a cat. The cat. She hears like a cat. She's like, oh, there's a cat in there. Yeah, so I, think she, she, I think she has like a voice too. Yeah. So she rips all the tape off of the closet and that's when she finds um, Toshio. Except he doesn't look creepy. He looks like a normal kid. Like he's got a bruised knee and he's got some cuts on his face. Yeah. He's, and had, a rough, he's had a rough day. Yeah. And he's got his little cat in there too. Yeah. And um, she kind of like asks for his name. Like, who are you? All this stuff. And then I think she kind of leaves him. The time well, being to go call Alex. Yeah, I think she's kind of you know she's going downstairs to get the phone calls her supervisor saying you know there's this boy in here, uh, he doesn't talk to me. He's yeah. just here. Yeah. Come, come help. do something. Help, help, help. And uh, as she's goes back to look at him, he's already, he's kind of hanging over the ba- the banister on the yeah. second floor, and uh, she's like, "What's your name?" And uh, he's like, "Toshio." Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what he says to her. Yeah. And then, um, so she pops over back to, um, Emma, who is like, um, like awake, like awake, awake. And, um, she, that's when she bends down and she's like, oh, Emma, you know, like, are you okay? And that's when she says, um, I just wish she'd leave me alone. And Karen's like, okay, whatever. And then, uh, as she, um, she turns to look at what Emma's looking at and that's when, um, Kayako's there. And yeah, like, like you see in the corner, like her hair kind yes. of flows out, and it's like in a, like in I'll say like a form, but like it's like a very black shadow yes. kind of swoops around, and then eyes. This is the um, this is the only part that the CGI was not great. Like it's when she's like the hairy ball in the corner, it's not great. No, like it's kind of like it looks like two thousand four graphics, which is going to like it's fifteen years old. It's not going to be perfect, but it's just it was the only shot in the film that I was like, oh, you know, kind of pulled me out for a second. I was yeah. like, ugh, maybe they'll do that better with a new movie. <laughs> I'm sure they will. But it was creepy with the eye thing, and then yeah, Karen freaks out because yeah. there's a hairy lady in the room. Yeah, like the one single tear drops and she's kind of backs away as far out to the corner and yeah. you see uh yeah, the, the the shape kind of coming towards her yes. and then cut to flashback. 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 Everybody loves a flashback. Yep, yeah, we go back to um, Emma and her son Matthew and his wife um Jen. Jen. Jennifer. Look at the house. Then they're going to snoop it around and yeah. Trying to go, so you know, they go buy it. Uh, Suzuki, the realtor, he's really pushing hard for this place to get sold. Yes. And even he goes and checks into the uh, the tub, and it's Ugh. full of dark, kind of mucky water. Like, and, yeah, like gray matter. And he's like, "Oh, I'll just pull the plug." And he reaches hand in, and little hand, like a hand, grabs his arm. Yeah. And he pulls out, and he's got hair in his hand, Ugh. and he's like. Okay, no, no, I'm out. And, uh, and as soon as he does that, Matthew like opens the door and yeah. he's like, well, take it. And he's like, great. Oh, that's very good. Yes. I was like, that's really bad timing. Yeah. So we have like the first night of them staying there. And yeah. Jennifer, she can't sleep. She wakes up. Mm-hmm. And she hears all this kind of you know, mucking about. And she thinks it's Emma. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think it was Emma. I think it was... Toshi, but uh, she's or kind Kayako. of somebody's yeah, doing something. I think it's, I Someone's think it's messing really, around. I like Toshi. I think he's always kind of more. He's more. Active. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and in the morning, there she's kind of talking to um, Matthew about. I don't know if I can live here. This is mm-hmm. so different. He's like, well, I'll tell you what, if 
we'll give it like a month or so. If it doesn't let work out, then I'll tell them I'm going back home. Mom, yep. you, everyone. Yeah. Okay, and I think she feels sad. Like she talks about, you know, like she keeps getting lost. She can't speak the language. They show in the next scene that she can't read any labels at the grocery store. So, I mean, like living in a foreign country where you um, don't speak the primary language, I think would be frustrating to begin with, like besides your house being possessed. And it's even harder for women in Japan because they yes. have the, uh, the man of superior yes. uh, mentality there. Right. I don't think it's quite the same now right. as it was then. But, yeah. um, like, earlier on in the movie when um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is trying to find her way to the house, yeah. um, some guy kind of bumps in her way. Like, yeah. you know, gets in front of her while she's looking at the map and she's like, oh, mm -hmm. or, uh, or something like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, mm -hmm. she apologizes. And, uh, like, she ends up having to ask. Like, she has, she knows enough Japanese to get her along. Right. Why? But uh, she asks some woman, you know, is this the way to go? And she's like, yes, yes. And she kind of says hi little girl little girl kind of hides away yeah shies away from her mm -hmm. but uh it's for a foreign woman to live in japan would be tough I yeah think. yeah i think it's like that in a few cultures i actually didn't know that about japan but i totally believe it um it's uh yeah it's too bad especially yeah like it shows that emma's obviously at home in bed all day and matthew's at a job so jen is basically by herself so she has to figure it out yeah she can't, and she said, like, when she gets lost, all she did was go for a walk, and she lost her way, and she couldn't understand people to get directions back to the house. So, yeah, it's too I think, bad. I think they, they did set up, though, Yoko to come, you know, check out. And, Obviously, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she goes and gets some noodles, some cup of noodles, and uh, ramen, and yes. she has a bit and tries for a nap, and you hear some running around, and she wakes up to her noodles on the floor. Soups on, you know, kind of a mess. Yeah. And she blamed Emma at first. Like, Emma, if you're hungry, let me know. And mm -hmm. then she sees the footprints coming from the water. Yeah. They're like little footprints running away. Yeah. Yeah. So she follows, of course. Of course. As you do in horror movies. <laughs> Follow the creepy footsteps. And, um... And also, she... it's, it's a big mess again. The whole yes. place was just a disaster. Yes. And so... Uh, so she goes upstairs, and um, she sees a kitty. Mm -hmm. And she's like, where did you come from? And these white hands, and arms come out, grab the cat, and pull it upstairs. Yeah. And, of course, she's scared, and, you know, what's going on? She goes, investigates. <laughs> Some more. Of course. Because that's worked so well so far. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh... She goes to check in the room. Yeah, she follows the sounds. Yeah, yeah. And, um, she then gets dragged into a room. No, I think she just walks in, but the door slams shut. Then she gets dragged somewhere. After. Yeah. She's after. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, then we get a little bit of a time skip. Matthew comes home, uh, finds the mess, you know, sees, checks on his mom, mm -hmm. and he's going upstairs looking for Jen, and uh, he finds her in the bed, just terrified, like shaking, Yeah. Uh, with the covers up. And uh, Matthew's like, what's going on? And he goes to check on her, and on the other side of the bed, there's Toshio. Yeah. And just lets out this big meow, like uh, a cat scream, or screech yes. at him. And he kind of backs away, like, what the heck? And uh, Katoshio does a little bit of run around, like a road runner, does some zippies around. And, uh, of course, Matthew backs up to the uh, the closet. Yeah. And you see his point of view looking up, and there's Toshio just looking down on him. Yeah. And kind of goes towards the camera. And he got him. Doesn't Jen die in this scene, too? <gasps> yes, yes. She she gets so terrified of whatever is going on. Yeah, she, she has, like, a dies. heart attack and just yeah. dies. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I remember you said, oh, she's dead. And I was like, she's dead? <laughs> it was the most anticlimactic death scene. <laughs> it's like, <gasps> yeah. And so she's, she's dead. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> so um, then we flash back to present, present day. And um, Alex, um, which is Karen's boss, who's Ted Raimi, he comes to check on her, on Karen. Yeah. yeah she called and he's like, yeah, she called. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm coming, okay. And then she gets freaked out by Keiko. Yeah. And he comes in and he sees Emma. He's like, oh, excuse me, you know, Mrs. I forget her last name. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, she's dead. And he looks into the corner to the left and there's poor uh, Karen just. Is she dead? Is Emma dead? Yep. Oh. A lot That's of, why she wasn't there the rest of the movie. <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, just scared to death kills. Yes. Nothing too graphic, just scared to death. Weird. And it's, oh. again, similar to the ring. Like, yeah, the ring kind of have right. the same, same powers. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think it's almost like they, their influence, like it's it's death itself. Um, it's kind of like how when death touches you, yeah, you die. Right. This right. is kind of similar. If you get close enough, it's just like the... Um, the presence, the, the the emotion of death, yeah, envelops you, and you get so scared. Your heart's like, I'm I'm out. Yes, I'm done. All right, all right, I'm out of here. So. I watched a movie like that. Where was it? What was I watching? Where that's the whole point. I think we might have watched it together. I can't remember. Where you just have a heart attack, it just kills you, and I forget. It was like an invisible thing. Death Note. No. Death Note was similar. No. Um, there was the Frighteners. No. I would have to think. I don't even remember. I've watched okay. so many horror movies. But yeah, that's basically the concept is like, you just get so scared, you just die. Oh, you know what it was? It was a video game. It was that um, Man of Medan. Oh. Yeah. I've, I've been watching the game once play that. I haven't, haven't yeah, played that's, it yet. Um, it looks fun. Yeah, it's that's how they get you, is you literally, you see a ghost and you just have a heart attack. Hmm. It's That's just how they do it. They just keep their hands clean, don't get their hands dirty, those ghosts. They're like, boo, and they're like, and die. And that's it. Go, 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 I'm sure Casper just murders like everyone. So Alex, he finds poor Karen, the dead Emma, and police show up and they're investigating everything. Search the house. Yep. And director, I forget the director, the detective's name. Like he, it was a nega. Uh, uh, mm, I had I had it at one point, but he's kind of a minor character. Yeah, like he, he, he he was he's him and his uh, colleagues assistant. investigated. Yeah, he uh, has a, like yeah. three years ago. Yeah, and they disappeared, and he kind of survived. But yeah. you can tell, you know, he was looking around like he knows, you know, not again. Like Something's this, not right. You know, I've been yeah. here, been here, done that. Exactly. So. um... He's searching the house and um, just kind of starts kind of following clues almost. Like he sees, like I think cat figurines or something, doesn't he? And starts following, like walking through the house. I think he just... Or hears something. I think he hears some stuff. And then uh, he, um, him or one of the other guys, they mm -hmm. find the phone and they, they can't find the receiver. So they yes. get the, the locate. You're right. And they follow it upstairs into the attic. Yes. And they go up there and they uh, they find in the closet there's a bunch of cat picture like drawings. Yes. And they go up and they find Matthew and Jennifer. Yeah. Dead, dead in the corner. Yes. At the attic. And what else do they find, Nick? 
They found someone's lower jaw. They sure did. Lower jawbone. It's like, that's one of the more graphic. I think this one and when they eventually find Yoko. That's one of the more graphic and well done. Oh, yeah. So that's that what was... I mean is like the CGI was good in, on those. Like yeah. really good. Again, not got, the jawbone. It was just a thing. But. And we got Sam Raimi, you know, yeah. being a part of this. And he knows his horror. You bet. He knows his horror very well. Yes. Like the effects. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so... So Karen find, has to go to the hospital. Yeah, Karen wakes up in the hospital. And yes. The old boyfriend Doug's there. They go, they're there, I'm here. Doug and Karen. Doug and Karen. Come on. <laughs> Look, I can't. I can't get over it. And, uh, yeah, the, 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 the old detective, he shows up, asks some questions, shows some pictures of uh, Kiyako, yeah. uh, Toshio, yeah. uh, a man, and a kitty cat. And I think uh, right then, Karen's starting to feel what's going on. Something, yes. Something's off. Yeah. And uh, we cut to Susan, who is mm-hmm. Matthew's sister. Yes. She's working in Tokyo, I believe, or somewhere else yeah, in Japan. Yeah, it says on the taxi when she's leaving the office, it says, I love Tokyo. Okay, so she's in Tokyo, call, you know, in working, calling home, seeing on her mom, no answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she gets ready to leave. Yeah. And Matthew, you know, the phone, she gets called back from Matthew, answers it. And we get the creepy, groany crackle from, uh, yeah, from um, Kiako. And uh, so she's gonna, she freaks out, goes to the stairwell, and the lights, you know, the above lights above are starting to um, go out. Yeah. And she looks below, and you see Kiaku, she's starting to uh, crawl up the stairs. Yes. Which is creepy. Yes. And um, she, you know, she freaks out, runs out. And uh, Kyako grabs, like, her little lucky rabbit's foot. Yeah. And uh, she kind of rips it off and just stares at her as the door closes yes. in pitch black. She runs the security, which is smart. Smart, yeah. yeah. And he goes, checks it out, and she's watching through security camera. And he goes in and looks around. Nothing happens to him. Right. Until the lights start doing some really cool flickering. Yep. It's a great effect, how they yeah. kind of they go from regular light to, like, a dim bright. Yeah. And then we see the shadow of... Kiako coming towards the camera mm-hmm. and she freaks out she bolts out of there she hops in the cab goes home yeah Susan's like not today Satan yeah. <laughs> there ain't no way and uh, goes in to her apartment building goes in the elevator goes up and we see little naked Toshio watching her go up level by level every level he's and standing there and he's getting sta- closer first two floors he's standing there and then the next two or three he's right at the window watching go yes. up, up, up. And so it's a creepy. great, it's a great creepy effect. That's like creepy, that yeah. And um, she gets into her her apartment, and she's she feels safe, and then her phone rings again, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I won't answer." Well, I'll try it. She's hello, and it's, oh, it's it's her boy, her, boy, her uh, brother, brother Matthew. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just here to visit. Uh, what's your apartment number again? Yep. It's like, oh, it's it's sixteen oh one. Sixteen oh one. I'll yep. buzz you in. Yeah, I'll buzz you in. She buzzed him. Instant door doorbell ring. Yeah, it was. Like, that's why Nick was like, "You should watch this." I'm like, "Okay." So you know, I get my pen ready, and then I watch them. Like, it, it took oh me. Oh my god, that's creepy. So it's funny how it it took me a couple of watches of this yeah. to realize that they basically uh, Kyako and Toshio didn't know where she lived. Right. They followed her from her voicemail mm-hmm. that she left earlier. To her work, they got the number, mm-hmm. and then they followed her from her work to her apartment. Yeah. They knew the floor, but they didn't know which room, which, yes. which number she was, yeah. until they called, and basically she just gave it away. 
And uh, so doorbell rings, goes and answer. No one's, she looks at the people, she sees Matthew. Yeah. Opens the door, not there. And of course, her phone starts doing the, the creaky, the crackle creepy thing. noise. And, and she, she drops it, yeah. and it breaks, and, and it still keeps doing it. Yeah. So creepy. And so she, which I don't blame her, I think a lot of people would do, she runs into her bed, and basically she just covers up and is shivering, so scared. Yes. And what does she hear? She wears more crackly, groaning noises. Yes. And you see, like, um, from the other side of the bed, like, um... Something's in there with yeah, her. Yeah, like movement. Yeah, from the from the feet. And she, yeah. like, she gets kind of pulled down. And she lifts open the covers, and there's Kyako just... Hey. Hanging out. <laughs> Let's have so, a sleepover. Yeah. And he pulls her into the bed. And then she just disappears. Yeah. Like, there's just no bait in the bed. It's, it's similar to um, Johnny Depp's death in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, but less bloody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets pulled into yeah, the bed, right. but he has some disastrously bloody results. Yes. This, you just fall into the bed and you're poof, gone. We never find out what happens to Susan. Like, obviously we know what happens well, to Susan. she's just dead. She yeah. gets kind of pulled into the dead Do world. they ever find her, though? No. Hmm. No, but they find she's missing because they have the, um, the, the detective looks at the, uh, the tapes after. Right. Yep. So yep. So they yep. must, they must assume that she's gone because they just right. have checked it, so. So, uh, yeah, so Susan, dead. Yep, Susan's gone. So then we go to um, Doug at work. Doug's hanging out at work. It's just a quick scene. There's not much that goes on, except it's one of the creepiest parts that I thought. Um, so Karen shows up to take Doug home, I guess. And um, they hop on a bus. And um, when she's um, on the bus, she turns to look out the window. And it's um, Keiko's, like, reflection and that 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 was one of the only ones where I was like Ugh. and it's kind of creeping me out now because like where we're sitting I can see myself in the, the window and I'm like keep checking Just waiting for someone to peek around <laughs> yeah. the corner like, so me yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh oh and then another cool scene I like this scene the scene. Karen shower scene which is apparently iconic even though it's really quick and it's it is and it's in the uh the remake as well the trailer yeah where Karen's having a nice hot shower, you know, trying to wash off this bad feeling. Yeah. And as she's washing the back of her hair and her head, a hand kind of comes out of the back. Yeah. Of her head. She feels it. She freaks out and she's trying to, you know, to shake it off. But it's, it's already gone. It's like a little, Oof. just a passing. Yeah, that was creepy. And I like that they put it in the trailer for the new grudge. Yeah. Because it's creepy. Oh, yeah. Oof. You know, when you're kind of in the shower, same thing with the bed. You kind of feel safe. And then all of a sudden you feel another hand on your head. Yeah. Weird. That's weird. That's creepy and weird. And so then we've cut to old Alex. As yeah. As he's leaving the office. And uh, he sees someone kind of walking towards him down, you know, past him down the stairs. He's like, yeah. Yoko, what are you doing? And he goes, you know, to investigate. And uh, he slips on some something wet on the floor. and Ugh, yeah. doesn't, doesn't put a finger in. He puts almost his whole palm <laughs> Into the that blood. was good. Like usually, you know, people like, you know, little, like a pinky, yeah, or the tip of their finger. What is that? He goes three fingers deep. Oh yeah, that's blood. how you do it. Definitely no second date. <laughs> no, nope. he uh, goes and kind of spins. Uh, not just spin. He goes. He, he asks your Yoko, "What's what's wrong? What happened?" And we see she's just all torn up, tattered up. And we see whose bottom jaws belong to because mm. she's bottom jaws and her tongue's kind of flops out. Yes. 
And Alex just screams. Yeah. And that. That was really good acting. Yeah. Really good acting. And I, I like this look of like revulsion. Yes. And then fear. Yes. As uh, Yoko, she kind of starts doing like the the movements that um, Kyako yeah. does, like the the head kind of crack. Into yes. It. Yeah. So she's kind of possessed by, by the whatever spirit or yeah. the grudge. Yeah. It was it was creepy. That was one of the CGI effects that I thought did really well. I like that one. Really that well. That was a good one. Yeah, I agree. And so we go back to uh, Karen. She's being, you know, Inspector gadgeting her way through this, trying to figure out what's the connection. She's going through like old newspaper records, and she comes across uh, the death of uh, Kyako and her family. Yeah. And also Peter, the guy who we saw at the beginning, yeah. fell out the window. They both died on the same uh, a day, day, a day after. Yeah. Peter died a day after. Yeah. And uh, then we cut also then to the detective mm-hmm. as he's watching the security footage from uh, Susan's work. And he's watching the uh, security guard go look in the hallway. Nope, nothing in the stairwell. It goes down the hall. Mm-hmm. And we see the shadow come up and it comes right to the screen, like to the camera. That and was crazy. And, and then we see this black envelop everything. And then we have just eyes. Yes. Staring at it. And that, and you can tell, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, Ooh. Yeah, he knows, you know, what's going on. He knew the whole time. I don't think he really believed it until he actually saw this. Yes, I agree. And I think he even told, he tells Karen this after about, uh, yeah. what he believes is a grudge. It's, yes. it's when someone dies under severe duress, duress, yeah. anger or sorrow that they, their emotions remain. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go and, uh. He's going to go do some, do some fixing. He's going to fix this. Yeah. But before then, we go in our flashback. Another flashback. Ooh. Of um, Peter. Yeah. He's a guy who fell from the, from the uh, balcony mm-hmm. apartment. And he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a letter from one of the students who's got a big crush on him. Big old and, crush. And he's got, you know, he's got a bunch of letters and his uh, one... Um, Colleagues asking, oh, she must have really liked you. He's like, you know, I remember her. Mm-hmm. I guess she was in my, my classes. I don't remember her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he goes, he te- you know, there's the address of where it's coming from. So he goes to kind of confront and tell her, you know, stop it, I'm married. Yeah. And um, he sees Toshio kind of... He's hurt. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, on the uh, balcony. Yeah. And uh, so he goes inside to go find him, and Toshio just kind of runs away. Yeah. And uh, he, he finds Toshio in the bathroom, just kind of mm-hmm. laying on the floor, and he picks him up, puts him in the uh, living room, mm-hmm. and tries to talk to him, try to touch his forehead. Toshio just backs away. Yeah. Um, like he was going to, like, burn him or something. And uh, he, see, he finds a torn-out picture of the uh, the family with yes. uh, Kyaku's face kind of cut out. And he's like, well, what the heck? So he kind of looks out the window, and we hear some cat meowing. Oh, yeah, and, that was and, creepy, because he doesn't see it, but... Toshio just kind of looking straight ahead, and he looks towards the camera and towards Peter, and his mouth... He just makes opens his, his mouth, we, and it's, uh, like, it's a very... It's his so eyes, creepy. His eyes, like, he, this boy kills it. Yeah. With the creepy, with the creepy looks. He yeah. does. He does yeah. a great job. Yeah. And, again, cut back to Karen, as she's talking yes. to the detective, and, uh, he explains a grudge in uh, Japanese mythology and all that. And uh, then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go fix this. And yep. he goes to, he has two things of uh, gasoline. Mm-hmm. He's going to do some burning. He's yes. going to burn the house down. That's his plan. Which I totally agree with the fact that, like, that's how you cleanse bad stuff. 
You, pur- you yeah. just burn it down. Fire is seen as a way to purify. Yes. Yeah. And what better way than to burn? Burn it to the ground. <laughs> That's right. Using <laughs> gasoline. Gasoline burns pretty good. Yes. But, of course, he... Um, he takes the gas canisters to the house. Yeah. And he gets distracted. Yeah. Well, Toshio, he's head, heads in the tub, kind of drowning. Yes. And he pulls him out. He's like, boy, boy. And uh, suddenly someone grabs him and pushes him headfirst into the tub, tub yeah. full of water. And that's the end of the detective. Yeah. He gets drowned. He gets drowned. Like, uh, we'll find out how, how, kind of how Toshio, we kind of assume yeah. he died that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Karen heads back. Well, she's back at the apartment now. And she gets a phone call from Doug. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go fix this now. Because that's, that's what they need, right? Is more people to try to fix it. Well, he knows that she was doing a bunch of research. Yeah. And he was a little concerned. He's like, hey, well, what are you doing? I hope you're out the house. I'm going there now. I'll see you there. And and she's like, yeah. no, what? No, no. <laughs> so she takes off to the house. She um, gets there. And, um. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she, she's. Doesn't she doesn't see him at first? Yeah, she and sees... he also tells her that Alex and Yoko are dead too, and so she's kind of like, ah. Oh right, yes, yeah. yes, yes. She finds out they're dead too. Yes, yeah, and then she runs there, yeah. like, and she's booking it. In the in the first scene when she goes to Emma's house, she like takes a bus and you know walks a bit and gets lost, but she like books it. Yeah. So I don't know if she... they live closer than her like call agency for the nursing home, but. No, maybe she ran and. Ran to the bus stop sure. or ran, got a cab. Who knows? But she yeah. bursts in, starts looking for her boyfriend, Doug. As you go up the stairs, everything gets kind of brighter. And yeah. you, and this is one of the one of the coolest parts in this movie. Yes. Um, her and Pete, she kind of watches Peter as he's snooping around. Yeah. And um, he kind of comes across a pile of pictures. Mm-hmm. And he starts going through them all and they're all pictures of uh, Kiako with her face cut out. Yeah. And they're pinned on the closet um, door. Yeah, like her face. Yeah. And he uh, finds her diary and he's kind of snooze through it. He basically has it's just obsession. Yes. Peter, 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 everywhere. Mm-hmm. Peter and Kyako. Um, her handprint and just a picture of him in it. Yes. And he's a little kind of bothered by this and goes and opens the closet door because there's flies coming out there. Mm-hmm. And the poor Kyako's dead body just flops, flops down out. and just Ugh. stares at him. And he's he's mortified. Yes. He backs out of there and goes and looks into it. And here's his thumping. Mm-hmm. And he opens another door and there's the dead husband hung himself. He just, he's, he's gone. He's out of the house. He mm-hmm. leaves. And um, we also, during this whole little kind of uh, scene, him and uh, Karen interact. But not yes. really. Uh, it starts with, because he opens the one door and he sees Toshio just kind of sitting there. Mm-hmm. And Toshio doesn't look at Peter, he looks at Karen. And Peter's like, kind of looks pat, looks behind him, like, what are you looking at? Yeah. And then later on, when he's looking at the, uh, the pictures, he kind of bumps into Karen. uh, Karen's arm. And, like, he looks like there's someone here. Like, almost like, you know, when you touch, like, a, you're electrified and you touch a door handle yeah. and you get a shock? Kind of like that. Yeah. Like, ah. And it's, like, almost like the, um... The grudge kind of connected them yes. at that scene yeah. at that time, so he he books out there. I think he's so uh, 
obsess or obsessed. Mm-hmm. He's so upset over what happened. I think he kind of killed himself thinking he was at fault. Interesting. I think so. Because I was going to ask you about that. Like, why did Peter fall up off the balcony? <laughs> so do you think it was him? Do you think he was pushed by No, I don't, think he, was, I don't think he was pushed because she loved So you him. think he was pushed by guilt? <laughs> well, it's not even his fault. I think he felt some at fault because she had such an obsession with him. Right. What I think is that he is kind of being plagued the same way Karen is being plagued. I could see it that way as well, where he just wants it to be over. He wants it to end. I think so too. Right? I think think that would be her last little... Because also, you can see out of her eye, he's so terrified and scared he leaves. I could see that being hurtful. To, right. If there was still a bit of spirit left in, right. in Kyako, yeah. uh, she would see that as like betrayal, yeah. as um, um, not feeling good enough. Right. And, well, fine, I'll push out the window then. Yeah. Or, or something. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, and we can see that these spirits, obviously, um, regardless of if they're in the house or not, they have like, um, they can touch and feel and pull and drag and manipulate. So I think it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility that, you know, he was pushed. But um, yeah, I think he probably did it to himself to be done with the yes. grudge. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he was, he wanted out. Yeah, yeah. He wanted out. Yeah. I just don't see him as like, like obviously figuring out what happened. I think he would feel bad, but I don't think it was like, because he really didn't know. <laughs> no. Right? No, but I guess, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I trying to put myself in his shoes and sure. feel somewhat guilty. For sure. I wouldn't be at fault. Right. But it would be it would have been pretty disturbing to see a bunch of dead, dead bodies. bodies and <laughs> some people can take it, some people can't. I agree. Maybe his conscience just got the better of him. He's like, you know what, I want out. Yeah. Maybe there's more to it with sure. um Kyako. Maybe she had some sort of influence around him. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? But uh so he bolts out of the room. Oh, they're actually the whole house. Karen yep. looks in there to the one room that he was uh, looking in here. Just thump, thump, thump. And we see, we see Toshio. Oh my God, yeah. Pushing the hung body of his, I'm guessing, father. Yeah. Who hung himself just against the, the, the wall. Yeah. And there's a bunch of... of um, hair. Of Kako's hair. And he's being know. hung kind of by hair. Like there's yes. hair all over him. Yeah. I think he did it by, by like rope. For sure. But I think just the whole... Because... The hallucination the, the, of the, that. The, the grudge is everyone. It's yes. not just Kyako. It's not just Toshio. It's Kyako, Toshio, the cat, and um, the, dad, the, the dad. The husband, yeah. And we, we see how what happened. Yeah. He, um, she comes home and opens her room. Here's him. He's got the, the, the diary. You can tell he's just, he's mad. He goes mm-hmm. mad with rage and jealousy. It's almost like there's something wrong with him, though, because he's doing those weird, like, motions. Well, I think he just snaps. Yeah. Like, he just... He just, and he's sweating. Like, yeah, he, he is sweating. His, his mind is shattered. Like, yeah. He just saw nothing yeah. but revenge. And Yeesh. so he goes after poor um, Kyoko and mm-hmm. he kind of, in the lead scene, or in a different scene, he, yeah. s- he stabs her back as she's trying to crawl down the stairs because yes. he kind of pushes her down. Yeah. And um, he grabs her head and kind of puts her like a, like a, he kind of chokes her. Yeah, like a chokehold almost. A chokehold, yeah. And we see Portocio on the stairs, you know, on the balcony, on the, the, the landing, yeah. yeah. 
and just that same pose, like his feet drawn right up, his face right against the, uh, what do you call it? The this? railing? The, yes, that's uh, the rail, railing, just watching with just this terrified kind of, I don't know, not scared, but just aghast looking yeah. at And uh, you can hear um, Kaku trying to sp- say something. Yeah. And he basically snaps her neck, and yeah. her last words are of guttural, um, growly sounds yes. that we hear the rest of the movie. That's her last words mm-hmm. and sound she makes. Yeah. And so he drops her, grabs Toshio and the cat, drowns the cat in the top, yeah. and Toshio. And then he kind of drags her, wraps her up, tosses her in the attic in the yep. corner. I think Toshio gets tossed in the attic too. We don't really see where he ends up. Yeah. But in the newspaper article, it said that they were all in the attic, so yeah. I would assume that they both ended up in the yeah. attic. Yeah. And basically, he hung himself. Yeah. And um, poor poor Karen, she's terrified of all this. She goes downstairs, and she runs into Doug, her boyfriend, who's just barely cleaning the life. Yes. And we hear the crackly, growly sounds as Kiaku starts coming down the stairs in yes. the exact same way that she was killed. Yes. And uh, it's cool, like I told you, the actress did the same. There's no CGI to that at all. At all. I think mm-hmm. a little bit of um, um, mimicry or not mimicry. Um, anything with the uh, witch's crawling just to make the look more jutted. Ju- yeah, and... she did all the crawling herself because she was a contortionist in real life. Yeah. But like, she, they just m- moved the movements around a bit. Movie That's magic. All. They yeah. kind of made it look just a little, a little bit. more yep. stutter, stuttery. And, yes. And she crawls down going after... Uh, Doug first, mm-hmm. and uh, she crawls over Doug, and Doug kind of dies just by, just the the fear. Fear, yeah. And she turns her uh, her gaze to Karen, and Karen, she's trying to get away. Opens the door, and again, this is a creepy scene to me. It was scary, yeah. Opens the door, and again, it's black as night, and the head head of uh, Kako just kind of is probably waist height, just drops, floats down, floats yeah, floats down, it's creepy. And she closes the door again, and. She's like, whoa, there's gas here. She kind of realizes now. Kicks the gas can over while holding um, Doug. Yeah. And like a little embrace. And she grabs his lighter from his uh, jacket. Yeah. And looks down and, oh, it's not Doug anymore. It's Kiako. And she's trying to get at um, Karen's arm to stop throwing from throwing the yeah. uh, lighter. Or the, yeah, the lighter. Yeah. And she just tosses it. Yeah. And, uh Yeah. That was it. We think the movie's over, but we think, not quite. Yeah, not quite. We gotta do one more end credit. One little end scene. End scene. Where, uh, We're at the morgue. At the morgue. And this one doctor, is, you know, he zips up and the, the, looks at a dead body, you know, covers it up, and they say, well, it was a uh, Caucasian male, mid early 20s. Uh, he managed, he didn't die, managed to save the house. Which yeah. is key. That's a big, you know, they didn't, the house didn't burn down. That's so how we have number two and three. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they, what about this one girl survived? How did she make it? We don't know. We haven't. We're still investigating. And yeah. Karen kind of walks out, and she goes and goes to look at the Doug's dead body. body. Yeah. And not, and she sees a bit of hair coming from the from the corpse. Yes. And a nice white arm, arm drops down. Yeah. And she kind of blinks, and it's and she sees. Oh no, it's just Doug. And then we hear that crackly, growly sound one more time, and yes. there's Kako behind her, just staring at her. With that one eye behind Just the hair. the one eye. And cut. And end movie. And end credits. Woo! And that was The Grudge. That was The Grudge. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. It's been a tough time for me to watch it before because I was 
watch theaters I was still scared by it yes watch it again it's not that scary yeah it's still it's still got its own moment but you know what I'm not as bothered as I was before by it for sure yeah yeah it was it was good like I enjoyed it um yeah, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. I think the story's good. Um, I'd be interested to watch the Japanese version and see how it relates and compare and contrast the two. I'd be interested to do that. I think that they'd, you'd probably get a bit more backstory and a bit of different. There is. Yeah. I, I did a little, little research before we did this. Yeah. And there's a, like, there's Junon, um, The Curse. Yeah. The Curse 2, The Grudge. Like, they do a lot of. Um, backstory sure. and explanation and they can't go past and they kind of drop the whole um, original characters and bring in new characters same hmm. idea new okay. characters cool and uh, and yeah huh. I, th I think I've, I've heard it's really I heard it's better it's scarier than the first one than this oh. one that's what I've heard yeah I have too and I I think that it would be fun to watch that and maybe do an update yeah. Down the road. Even, like, do just the, the first or three original Japanese, yeah. one big go. And, yeah, and just talk about them. For sure. That's a, a, that future, a future orgasm. <laughs> that sounds great. A, ja that. a Japanese-themed orgasm. <sighs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How would you rate this movie, Alana? I would probably give this movie a three, I think. I feel like it's a three. I um, I wasn't scared by it. I there were some scary parts. Um, I think the the two scariest parts I talked about were um, the ones that got me were was in the door at the very ending where she pops up in the door and in the glass when um, Karen's in the bus. Those like it was just kind of unexpected. The, the scares I thought were kind of expected. I didn't. It didn't do much for me. Um, the CGI, like I said, that one spot kind of bothered me because, especially with hair. Hair is one of those things in animating that is so hard to do. And yeah. I think that it's, that's why I think the gore of Yoko was really good, but the hair didn't age as well. Yeah. And it is one of the hardest things to animate. It's one of those things. So, yeah, I think for the scary level, the story was good. The acting was pretty good. Yeah, I think it's about a three. It's nice middle of the road. Yeah. Now, how I, about I you? Think, I think I'll give it a... 15 years ago, yeah. i give it a 4. For sure. Now, 3.5. Interesting. It's a good movie. It's a good, yeah. it's a good horror movie. Um, when it's I, one of those when classics. I, yes. When I, when I first watched it, I tried to see it as a, like a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sure. Didn't work. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I enjoy this movie. Like I said, it, it creeped me out. It yeah. really did bother me for a while after watching this. For sure. Um, watching it again, not so much anymore. Yeah. I'm kind of over it now. I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> it it's, had it's, its just, day. it's just a, a, a woman who's got really good makeup. Yeah. Who's just really pale. Yeah. And uh, kind of creepy. A little creepy. I think almost her obsession will be most creepier um, yeah, than I the agree. actual story itself. Yeah. But I do love when um, she's chasing down Susan. Yes. Uh, how? Yeah, that was a good part. I really, really like that. Just how she did. She didn't know where she lived. Mm -hmm. She just knew she was there. And I like that they um, did that because they showed that um, Keiko and Toshio don't have to stay in the house. They no. can move. They move and around. It, move and to people. And it's like the the the, the rage, the grudge is all for them. 
Yes. It's not just Kyaku and Toshio, it's, it's everyone. You bet. Um, yeah, like, like, it's just such a very powerful emotion. I of, agree. Of anger and rage and sorrow. And, yeah. and I'm sure they, they, they had both of them right there. In yeah. That yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I agree. Murders. Three and 3.5. That's pretty solid. Yeah. It's, it's a great, I like, I like this movie. I good really job. do. It's a good, yeah. it's good, for those who are more eager to be scared, it's a good scary movie. For sure. For those who are like, oh, I'm scary movies will bother me, it's not a bad flick. It's yeah. a good story. You it's got a good Sir, story. You got Sir Michelle Gallery, you got some good, it's a good story. Mm-hmm. I agree. For sure. So for Ichabod's Kill of the Week, she's not here. No, she's, she's snoozing. She's yeah. already in bed. It's, it's late. late. <laughs> she got scared. Yes. What, what do you think Ichabod's Kill of the Week should be? Did she tell you before she went to bed? She mentioned one, maybe two. Okay, she, perfect. She, she was okay with it. She, she liked the cat getting killed. <laughs> that sounds that like poor, Ichabod. That, that poor kitty. He just yeah. grabs the cat, just dunks in the water, and then throws it against yeah, the wall. Yeah, that was fast. That was like he much was shorter quick, lived than the other he was a quick, kills. He has a quick death. For, <laughs> it looked for like, like he was basically giving it a bath. Yeah. But I, I think <sighs> I think um, Kiaku's death yeah. was was her. She said that was her kill flick for sure. It was the most psychological, the most you know violent, messed up, yeah. very like yeah. And even like um, this kind of a callback to last week, but the um, the after death yeah. is so like like you see her body flopping out of the attic and those dead eyes just staring at Karen and Peter like it's. And then, obviously, the whole movie is her after death. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's a good kill. I agree with you, for sure. Yeah, and... Uh, it's a good pick by Yuki. Good yeah, job. good good job, Ikeball, even though our, you're not here. Our exec producer, she's on the ball. She yeah, she knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> and next week, we're watching The Shining. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Never seen it. You haven't seen it? Never seen The I Shining. I thought you have. Nope. I haven't. Oh. And especially with um, Doctor Sleep coming out in a couple weeks, Ooh. I really want to see it. So what? by the time we record it, it won't have come out yet. But um, again, we can do just an update and talking chop and just say because sure I really want to see it. I know my mom really wants to see it too because she loves The Shining. So I think my mom actually suggested The Shining. <laughs> I think she did. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I've heard so many good things about it. I was going to go as Jack Nicholson in The Shining this year for Halloween, so yeah, <laughs> I it's, didn't. It's, it's got a great cast. It's got Jack Nicholson. Right. Um, it's a very, it, it's one of those movies that are really out, up there for yes. all-time great flicks. And Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's written by Stephen King. Right. Who is like the master of horror himself. I'm jazzed. Yeah, I'm really excited this to see This is going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. Yay. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us. This episode, as always, was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, and Twitter at GasmHor. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye! Bye!